0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to two thousand bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, later the birthday boy Ryan Herrera will join us from beautiful Wrigley Field. Two one over the Phillies, win number sixty
1: eight in the push to seventy. Cody, <laughs> two more baby, and and, that- and the season win total. Over is still alive.
0: Wow. Now that is big. And it is uh, the epic eight we have left now. Yes. Eight epic games <laughs> to try and get over 70. And by the way, should the Cubs win out and the White Sox lose out, they could finish with the same exact record this season. <laughs> Apologies to the White Sox team.
1: I thought we were going to wait for that. Wait, we are.
0: Wait for that. We are, but I just thought I'd throw up that stat early on. Stucky couldn't wait to get that one out. <laughs> they could finish with the same record this season. <laughs> uh
2: yes. Yeah, That's sw- pretty
0: well, Nick G, reliable. sweep, sweep the fills, get to 70. Nick G. Oof. Yeah, oof. you got that right. Hey, Marcus Stroman was good.
1: We got a lot to talk about. It was We've the got Stroh like- show tonight at the friendly confines, Stucky. Uh listen, man. People wanna <sighs> I've been defending Marcus Stroman all season, man. The, the guy has, the Cubs don't have the The greatest defense out there. You know, they're not, they're not, obviously, they're not a good team. And he's still managed to go out there and give you exactly what you signed him for. Yeah, he's only going to have like 25 or 26 starts instead of 30 because he missed a month. But he literally is giving you essentially the same numbers that he is given every single year by the end of it. You look at the numbers and you're like, oh, this is basically what it does. And I, Ryan tweeted out earlier. He's got an ERA under 4. He's had an ERA under 4 most of his career. Yeah. I mean, he is he is not elite. He is not the best pitcher on a on a good on a good ball club. He's n- never going to be your number 1. But he is consistent and he gives you quality innings more often than not. He'd be a he's a real nice number 2.
3: Three starts in September uh seven innings less than a run or one run or less
0: yeah it's three straight quality starts yeah he's he's been really good towards the end of the season I mean I I will say early on it was a little bit of a rocky road we were talking about the weather and I was saying this is not what you paid for <laughs> but I'm willing to give him a chance and he he's um he's lived up to the contract and this season and he's done his job you can't blame the season on Stroman No, he's, he's, he's been, maybe they'd have a few
1: more wins if he didn't get hurt. And remember the reason that he even missed significant time was because of got COVID. Right. Yeah. And And then then he came came, back too soon. And then he came back too soon. They ramped him up too fast and we know what happened then. But listen, yeah, he's had some, he's had some bad starts, but every pitcher has a bad start unless your name's Jacob deGrom. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like he's just a quality pitcher, dude. Like anyone who thinks that this guy can't be he can't anyone who thinks this guy can't give you quality innings over the course of a 162 game season, I literally don't know what to look you in the face and tell you. In terms of change like in get in terms of getting you to think that there is good pitchers out there then. Because he 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 figures it out. He figures it out by 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 seasons in you see the numbers you're like, "Oh. Wow." Look at that.
0: <laughs> uh, w- the chat is asking if we're going to talk ice cream. No, <laughs> not after a big win like this, and it's just a little too chilly tonight for ice cream for me. Yeah, we should be talking about, like, s'mores. Oh, man, s'mores are legit. Yeah, because You like, make them right, they it's are good. fall,
1: so, like, I mean, I know we live in Chicago, but, like, there's nothing like a good a little fire out you know, in the backyard or I something like that.
0: I saw that my buddy Mike Piff over at WGN Radio makes his s'mores with a uh, Reese's. Instead Ooh. of just straight chocolate.
1: I am more of a Reese's guy than I really? am Hershey's. I
0: don't want peanut butter mixed with... I, I'll eat them, <laughs> but they're not my favorite. Like, it's a little too much peanut butter for me. And Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, not only was Strowman good, Brandon Hughes was very good. Yep. And then... Manny Rodriguez. Manrod got a chance to prove... That he could come through in a big situation, a yeah, save-like
1: situation. He didn't even start the inning either, right? No. They, they put uh Rossi brought Hughes out to uh face Harper, lefty on lefty, makes sense. He gets a hit on the first pitch, and then Manrod induced two ground balls, almost had two double plays. Uh one obviously worked and then right. the other one was really close. It was a great slide by Harper in a second to kinda help that out for the Phillies, but I mean, it was a one-run ball game. That, it was a big moment. It was, yeah, it was. And and the Phillies, they need to win. Like that wild card race is tight. So these games matter for the Phillies. Cubs playing spoiler. Building momentum for next year. Uh and you know, no one wants to take the wins that they're getting against, you know, the Reds or the Pirates or even the Marlins. They just they just went out there and beat the Phillies again. They swept the Phillies earlier this year. Now they've won their fourth in a row against the Phillies. What did Cole Wright say before he walked over? 16-4 and four against the NL East? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't, again, I'm always a guy who's like, you know, you play what your schedule is, but they are playing well here at the end of the year. They've been playing decent enough in the second half considering what the roster is. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to be excited about, man. A lot I, to be excited about, in my opinion.
0: I would expect that Philadelphia Sports Radio – just ended all Phillies conversation tomorrow and flipped completely to the Eagles. If it wasn't <laughs> already, it was probably probably already all Eagles. But mm. um, they they won't be kind to the Phillies for losing to the Cubs. That's no. for sure.
1: Especially if they lose again tomorrow. Yeah, I would
0: like to see them get in because I want to. I want to see Schwarber in the
1: postseason. Same, and they are. I think they have the second spot in the wild card right now. Uh, so and I think Milwaukee's below them, but Milwaukee's getting their butt kicked by the Cardinals tonight. Cause they're a bunch of frauds, but, uh, so it's not going to hurt them in the standings, but I mean, you know, the, again, these games matter to them. They, they, they need to win them. They're currently set at 83 and 70. So think about the teams that get in the postseason, most usually winning at least 85, right? Yeah. So, you know, one week left,
0: <laughs> uh, I believe it's PS Five. Dat lie says, uh, just say it again. Cubs don't need another starter. Let the kids play. Go get some bullpen and two or three big bats. Do you buy into that? I do not. I still would say, I don't I buy. Add that. your number one if you can, mm. and then let those young guys start to, to uh, feed off each other to
1: get those other spots. Absolutely. And the only reason. I, I love the I like the thought process by PS5 Dat Lie. Like that I think he's saying that because he has a lot of hope and promise from Which young I understand. guys. Which I understand. From like guys like Hayden Wisniewski and guys like uh maybe he still has some hope for, for Killian. And you know, maybe he thinks Thompson belongs in the rotation with Steele. But Besides Thompson and Steele, all of those other the other guys that I mentioned, they don't have a full season of experience. The Cubs need to go get another another proven guy who's done it for years, uh, and has been good at it to go into that rotation. And then maybe you you can end the rotation with a guy like a Thompson or a uh, Killian if you if you know if he you know at some point next season. I think Wesneski is someone who can definitely earn a spot in that rotation opening day uh but i we haven't seen enough to where you can say we want that or we haven't seen enough where we can bank on that and it being successful so uh i like his i like his thought process but you 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 need more experience in that rotation you need more proven guys hypothetical
0: the free agent market is better the following year and I know we all want the Cubs to get in the, at least in the playoffs next year. Don't you think it is still possible to do that if you added two big bats, mm-hmm. two position players? And as PS5 was saying, I mean, their ERA has been great since the All Star break. It's true. And I'm not saying all those guys will be able to repeat that next year, but would it help the team more? To have two bats that play every day, at least this off season, if you're only going to spend, if you're only going to bring in two big guys, and you swing and miss on the free agent pitcher that you're trying to get, would you be satisfied with two big bats if it were Correa and slash somebody else like that? Would really Correa and Rizzo? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll talk. We'll, we can talk about Correa. Like we, he's. <laughs> Right, like he's yeah. he's a hundred
1: percent opting out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I do think the Cubs need to get two big bats. I do think they need to at least get one starter, preferably a number one. But if if they spend more money on position players, but still still get a starter who's proven, but you know maybe is more like what we've seen from Strowman, then at least you have just really good pitching. You just don't have that number one guy that can no. go out there and like you know you absolutely feel confident in. And like maybe Wesnesky could like <laughs> fill into that role eventually. Yeah. But like that's like that's the thing. Like as good as they have been in the second half starting, like the starting pitching at least, there still isn't like that one guy. Like maybe Justin Steele, like maybe like maybe he can be that they guy. They have that potential. But for
0: instance, if you got a big name guy Correa or whoever your choice is Trey Turner whoever Mm -hmm. and another guy that's another real what if what if Arenado's like what if you got Arenado and Correa
1: (laughs) oh boy Right? I'd, I'd, I'd probably be okay if they didn't. And show, and, and Co- show Correa ends up money. at
0: second base, and you got Arenado at third, and, and you Nico. got Nico at short. Yeah, I don't care if Mash Mervis or whoever's at first base, but let's just let's just play that hypothetical out. Then I'm okay with if Smiley is the guy that they bring. Like, just the, to see if, what happens, because you can always add to that at the at the trade deadline if you really think you know what we're a legit team. I'm not saying don't get a frontline starter. I'm saying if you strike out trying to get the guy you want for the right price. Mm. Don't just go spend stupid money. Look at the Rangers, they spent half a billion dollars. Yeah. And it's getting them the same record as the Cubs, I think worse actually going into today. Spend the right money on the right guys. I want them to spend, but I want them to spend on the right guys at the right time. And if if Shohei's not in the cards then maybe you wait for free agency next year for the pitcher. If you can't get Degrom or whoever your next choice would be for pitcher, I don't know. I don't think I don't think PS PS Five Dat Lies comment is that far off. I don't no. want them to do a frontline guy just because they're desperate to get a number one. Yeah, Stroman has shown me with Steele, and I know you can't count on Hendricks, but if you have Hendricks and Thompson and mm-hmm. Wesneski and some guys, you you do have some arms that. Boy, if they if if some of those guys pan out again next year, you could do a lot of damage with a much better lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you know we've talked about how the way the Cubs front office has completely flipped the script in terms of how they're building this one. Like first rebuild back ten years ago, they just got a bunch of bats and you know did and it you know it led to the Cubs win the World Series. Now they're now they've got a bunch of pitching right, right. and now they need to spend on position players at certain spots. So I. He's not far off. I guess the, the thing that holds me back is, like, there just isn't a lot of experience on this roster on the pitching side. They've been great, but also the Cubs have had a very easy second-half schedule. And, again, I understand, like, you got to play your schedule the way it is. I just wish we could have seen this pitching in the first half as well. If we would have got this type of pitching the entire season, first off, we wouldn't have <laughs> as bad of a record, I don't think. But if we would have had this type of pitching the entire season – then yeah, I'd probably be more about getting more position players and more help on the offense than on the pitching because clearly the Cubs are are showing that the pitching is is very fruitful right now, right? Like they're just throwing guys out there and then they're figuring it out, and it's been really fun to watch. So, I again, I, I like the idea of it. I just to me, I feel like you you need you need you need one big veteran like this show didn't exist yet or CH Joe didn't exist yet. But when the Cubs signed Stroman last year, I felt like he was potentially like a, a Lester like signing. And of course this was in the middle of the winter when I sure. thought they were going to still spend uh, on another big one, a big, you know, free agent or something like that. And I just thought Stroman would be like that. workhorse of course that was stay healthy and be able to give you 30 starts and give you really good quality starts and for the most part, he has, you know, besides, you know, being on the IL for a little bit and whatever because of COVID. But, you know, I, I'm willing to, to, you know, go back on that a little bit because John Lester was a clear number one, number two guy. Oh, yeah. And I think we've seen Stroh, as good as he's been of late, he's, again, he's had more duds than I would like from a number one. You know what I mean? And that's no. He's that's, not John Lester, but right, that's yeah. not. He's like. That's it's not hard a, to be John not. Lester. That guy's a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Like, Stroh's been – he's just been consistent. He's been consistent from what you look at his his numbers from years past with the Blue Jays and the Mets. He Like, that is – he gave you the same production as he has given those teams in the past. So, to me, it's like you just need that one guy.
0: That one guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think Strowman's been what you were, exactly what you're saying and exactly what I think back to before the season when Dan Pleszak was on. He said, you're getting a guy that's going to eat innings and they're going to be quality innings. Yeah, He's not going to call him an ace, mm-hmm. but he's a guy that's going to give you 200 good innings
1: right. most times. Unrelated, Ryan Herrera just said in the Slack, the game was two hours and 16 minutes, the Stucky special. Boom. So second best game of the year.
0: This is, I mean, this is one of my favorites. There's no question about it. <laughs> and it started at 640. I know. Those are the beauties, huh? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we we talk about these big deals. Correa, right? Mm-hmm. He signed three years, $105 million with the Twins, but it's full of opt-outs. You read the articles, you see, you know, since August, he's slashing 323, 405, 505 since August 1st. He's a five uh, wins above replacement. He's a 4.2 F war. And I think there's a lot of people that say, okay, that's the guy you go after. He's going to get a ton of money. Um, Lavelle Neal of the Minnesota Star Tribune, I can't decide if he's uh, excited about trying to keep him in Minnesota or if he's just like, you know what, I'm not sure. Joey, do we have that quote from – Lavelle Neal, he's basically saying, "Listen, he's going to get 30, He's going to ask for thirty-five million, x amount of years on a long-term deal. Still, basically, what he had, only he wants it longer. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's if he if the Cubs had signed it, who that last year, he'd already be one year into that. Mm-hmm. He says it only takes one idiotic owner to agree, <laughs> and I'm worried that owner has already presented himself, and that's." Tom Ricketts of the Chicago Cubs was pledged to spend money this offseason and they were interested in Correa in the past. So I'm wondering about Correa to the Cubs in a in a deal. So and he goes on and on, do you think 35 million multi-year let's say 8 years is it idiotic? I would I'd be happier to pay him 40. Mhm. And do it for five.
1: Yeah. I mean... That's I,
0: still a lot I, of cheese. It's a
1: lot of money, but I think that's the best way for the Cubs to avoid having another Hayward-type deal. And I think Correa will be better than Hayward ever was with the Cubs if that were to happen. Yeah. But, man, eight years is a lot. Is It's investing a lot into one guy. And... I don't know. The only, like... It, it makes sense to give out that. I mean, he's going to be, what, 27, 28 next year? 28? I think he's going to be 28. Believe. This year he's 27. Like, Trey Turner, he's going to be 30. You know, Bogarts well, why not go get is going to be both 30. Go get both of them. You Put know. one at third,
0: one at second, <laughs> Nico at short. Let's just get them all, right? Arenado could play first, couldn't he? With Mash. <laughs> Mash is the DH.
1: Yeah, right? Now we're really get talking. Rid of Fran Mill, now then. we're really talking. Mike Dubs, he's a, he's, a, he's a Chicago guy but lives in Minneapolis, says Lavelle is a Chicago guy up here. Twins fans think he's signing back with the Twins. No way he signs with no. the Twins. No. I'll be floored if he ends up with the Twins. Yeah, I, I will be I'd be, be
0: absolutely floored. They're going to finish third place in a total garbage division. Right. And he's in Minnesota. Yeah. No way is he staying there. No. I'll be floored. I know he had said, like, he wasn't interested in a rebuild, yada, yada. But when he would look and see oh, what's yeah, really going up. on here, <laughs> I, I I think he'll change his tune on that. Yeah. If you offered him the right amount of money. I have seen that the Phillies are said to be interested in Correa as well. A lot of teams Imagine are going to be interested they, in Correa. Who are they getting rid of when they start adding that contract? Right
1: they're already paying so much money to so, so many guys absurd and they're not even like and they're not even like a you know a top team in their division no i mean i understand they got to do whatever it takes to compete with the Braves and the Mets but i mean i guess like you, at least you can say that their front office cares or that their owner cares only
0: takes one idiotic owner <laughs> and somehow as as Robbie pointed out Michael is not here tonight for the first time in a long time Michael Collada not here when we have a quote that actually puts idiotic and rickets in the same breath from a reporter, and Michael missed out on yeah, it.
1: Michael missed out. Hopefully, he listens to these shows. It isn't back. that a
0: shame? That's a shame. Oh man, <laughs> how ironic is that? He's been waiting for this moment forever. Why? Well, I mean, the Phillies have just done; they have done big deals. I don't. You would have to move somebody, I would think, to afford yeah. 35 mil more to that team.
1: Yeah. I Listen, we've talked about shortstop, the infielders, whatever. All season, man, because this team stinks, so we've had to talk about the future a lot. But <laughs> I will take any of them. Correa, yes. Trey Turner, yes. Xander Bogarts. Yes. I don't care. I'll take either – all. Like Luke said, I'd take all three if yeah. Ricketts want to shell, Judge shell that Aronado, kind of money, yes, yes. I'd take them all. is uh, younger, so I do kind of lean to him a little bit more. Uh, last I checked his numbers, he was not having a year that I expected, but then you s- tell me his number is going into tonight. And yeah, I'm, they've really and, picked up. And since August 1st, he's hitting 323 405 505 It's like— Since August, he's got the 10th best batting average in baseball. He's got eight home runs. yeah. And he gives you good defense up the middle. So imagine if you got Horner and and Correa up the middle, or if you're going to put Correa at third, you got elite defense on one side of the field. If you do that, you got elite defense up the middle. If you do that, like Here, here's an and idea. the shift is going away that's next right, year. Yeah. Like that's a that's a big deal. So how about Sean's idea?
0: He has a plan for next year: mash Mervis at DH and sign Abreu to play first as the middle finger to the White Sox. <laughs> On a short-term Abreu, deal, that's
1: not crazy. Abreu has mashed at Wrigley. He's he's a Cubs killer, man. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Uh, we'll get. To, but look. I wouldn't be against it. I mean, he'd be no. He'd be, I he'd be like a a one-year deal type guy, like a short-term until you yeah. find out whether or not Mash can Maybe do it. He, he could be like a you know nice veteran to help groom Mervis a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Jack says we have to put Nico at second next year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know about man. that.
1: I don't know about that. He's what they were talking all great about him on the broadcast tonight. What top he double ten?
0: clutched big deal.
1: Yeah. But then they <laughs> talked about how like it's it was not like normal because he's been so good defensively and one of the top players and outs above average. We've seen the defense all year. I think Nico's proven he can play short, but I also think you can move him around too. Like yeah. he doesn't have to be your everyday shortstop. The Cubs put Javi Baez at shortstop every single day when he was here, and I I always thought he was better at second base to be honest with you. I, I yeah, we'll get to the White
0: Sox by the way in a second. We'll we'll give them their moment in time. Um <laughs> Cody, you went to the big tailgate, the first CHGO tailgate over at uh, Michigan and Roosevelt. A couple hundred people out there. I did. I saw breakfast tacos with uh, carne asada and scrambled so eggs.
1: Good. So good. The food uh, was so good. We had it such a great time. Stuck. I wish you could have been there. I know. Yeah. I
0: almost was there, but now I've, I'm locked. I've locked locked myself into definitely coming for the two in. We're gonna. It sounds like there's gonna be a couple coming up in November.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's wait. that's
0: at the same location. Maybe so that, I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, Green Ridge Farm, you know, if you're going to a tailgate, Green Ridge Farm is something nice to have in yeah. your
1: mixture. You know, you always yeah. want to have good food. But
0: some of those meat sticks.
1: When we had the Sox tailgate this year, because we're going to talk about the Sox here in a little bit, like greenridge we had uh, Green Ridge Farms uh, gave us a bunch of great food. Yeah, you that. were eating meat sticks for there, like me- a week. Yeah, meat sticks. I had so many meat sticks.
0: Uh, Greenridge Farm is a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option, makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, all-natural meat sticks that are hardwood smoked for eight hours with 16 grams of protein per stick, making a perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks coming in chicken, black forest beef, flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili, If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery store. Right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, those meat sticks are free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Farm simply natural meat. Uh, Cody, game time tickets is something to also keep in mind when you're doing some of these tailgates
1: or for one of these final home games at Wrigley Field. When we were at the tailgate, everyone kept looking at game time, like in the 11 o'clock hour. Yeah. They were like, oh, I can't decide if I want to go to the game or not. And it looked like it might and rain then, a little bit. All yeah. I didn't expect rain. And All then, of a sudden, it was showers in the area. Yeah. So at, like Ryan, I'm pretty sure they got their tickets on game time when they were at the tailgate. Him wow. and his family, yeah. On no Both sleep. On no went. sleep after going out the night before for his birthday. I mean, the guy was running on. I don't know what he was running on. I don't know what twenty-five-year-olds are running on these days because I'm thirty-one. But probably Owen. Owen. Maybe some athletic greens. Yeah, athletic know? greens and Owen. Nothing but the best. <laughs> yeah.
0: And meat sticks. And meat sticks. Absolutely. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Meat oh sticks. My. That's like that's
1: that's uh that's bachelor's the meal of paradise, <laughs> the right? There. Bachelor's paradise. Absolutely stuck. Like, oh my goodness. I, I'm gonna eat that tomorrow for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I can already feel my body ch- uh, tingling from the thought of I'd it. I'd cut up some of that
0: jalapeno meat stick and put it on my uh, rice right, uh, Rice Krispies. Ooh,
1: that doesn't God. sound great. That <laughs> no, does not sound good. But, Ravi says know, Game
0: Time app, hell of an I'm app. To try. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score those best deals on tickets to whether it's sports, concerts, uh, shows. If you ever dream about sitting in that killer seat, you thought you couldn't afford the 50-yard line courtside behind home plate floor seats at a concert. Now it might be possible with the Game Time app. They have the biggest last-minute price drops that are found on seats you thought you could never buy and you won't find a better deal this season. Cubs tickets, Bears tickets, bulls, blackhawks created by the fans for the fans. Guaranteed, that's key, a guaranteed lowest price on the ticket. If you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description here. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the GameTime app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Uh, I have a note here that we should pour one out for the White Sox World Series run.
1: Uh, what was your favorite part of the White Sox uh, World Series run? Look, look.
0: I'm, not, I'm not big on busting on the Sox. I am. I did cheer for him a little bit when I was a, a, a fan as a kid growing up. Like, I liked both Chicago teams. Yep. I was obviously much more a Cubs fan. But when we got free tickets through school, I went to those Sox games, you know? Mm. I liked the 83 Sox. I have a question. Here's the deal. We got all this hype, and we took a lot of grief on this podcast.
1: We did. The Cubs took a this, lot of grief.
0: We got Paul coming in here every night, mm. just busting on us left and right. Yep, if yep. The Cubs win out and the Sox lose out. The final eight games, they finish with the same record. And it's you know not, what? They're going to win the same amount of playoff games.
1: Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's not even it, to me. It's not even just this year. It's been the last three years. I've had to hear. I've had to hear. Thanks, Cubs. I've had to hear about how the Cubs complete. Like, I've had to hear about how Cubs fans sat around and thought there was going to be a dynasty, and you know. We, we did it. We did We completely fucked it up. I mean, there's, they kind of did, yes, right? But it's all coming from a franchise that hasn't won a playoff series since 2005. That's correct.
3: Wow.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's a tough day if you have a tattoo on your right bicep that says 2022 AL Central Champions White Sox. Like, it's a tough day. It's been a tough time for them. Yeah.
0: The, the Sox podcast has uh, become increasingly more angry. By the night. The, the times when I said, Listen, we'll take Mankata for wisdom and hap. Yeah. And they, they laughed in my face. <laughs> they definitely laughed Tonight, in my face. Tonight, they Luke. want Moncada for wisdom and hap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all, all I'm right. saying. I Anyways. got it out of my system. I didn't even really have a lot in my system. I just, you know, I just want to say, and this is more of just like, I, I just love the support that we've gotten here. During this tough time. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to lose. Let's be honest. Right. And, you know, during the Crosstown Cup this year, I remember there was one game I came on here. It was the very first game. I sat in this chair and I just looked dead inside for 45 45 minutes of that hour and I was pissed off. And everyone, all the Sox fans were giving me crap in the chat, saying I was salty and all this stuff. No, I, ah, I, mean, I do remember that i was now. yes i was mad and i was more mad at the cubs for blowing that game because they should have won that game and everyone said that the white Sox were going to be significantly better than the cubs and that they were going to go you know just run away of that division and they were just not they they were going to get it going after that series what's the guy's name was and, it paul and i've
3: been waiting for paul yeah paul white used Sox to paul. come in here he'd say Herb is your dad, I, Cody. I said yes. we miss Her- where are you, Paul? We haven't seen you in oh, quite a while, at, Paul? Yeah. Where yes. at, yeah. Paul. Where are you at, Paul? Where are you at? Who's whose daddy? Now. He's not
1: coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I just, again, this is I hope he gets better. The Cubs are bad and we don't really have any room to gloat, but No. It's not easy to win the World Series. A lot of people, like, to this day, still say that the like I they to just To just throw shit at me, say that the Cubs got lucky in game seven. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe they had some luck go their way in game seven. Don't
0: start that with me. Like, Cliff Polite helped them win a World Series. Like, he was unhittable in the World Series. So,
1: like, Scott Sennett hit his his one home run and hit his one home run of the year in the
0: World Series. Both teams had some luck on the way to the World Series. But you know what? You got to win a playoff series. Right.
1: You got to win games to get into the playoffs, right? Yes. In that division? It's not easy to be a winning ball club in Major League Baseball. You can put together a team that looks great on paper, but if that team doesn't gel, you're going to look like what the 2022 White Sox looked like. Like, at the end of the day, you will Because you look at that team on paper, and you're like, that team should have ran away with this division this year. They have what will probably be a top three AL Cy Young winner on their team, and they're not going to make the playoffs. So... All I'm done now all I'm saying is like I'm done hearing about how the Cubs fucked it up and they and 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 the White Sox are going to dominate the next decade. Win a playoff series, make the playoffs and and win a playoff series before you talk shit to me ever again. And finally, thanks Sox
0: <laughs> for an enjoyable 2022. Uh by the way, I saw Corey has checked in. He went to the game tonight. He was. He's going to join us tomorrow, and he said uh, something like, uh, he's just happy for me, two hours and 16 minutes. Yeah,
3: yeah, he also said Joey the goat on the soundboard. I don't know, though. Um, I do have a couple things. So we had a good question here from Garrett Johnson back on the Cubs talk. It, was, right, yeah. it might be one to wait for Ryan because he's he's kind of the guy that has a little bit of his finger more on the guys getting called up and down. But he's wondering if um, – Canario? Canario yeah. at AAA after the season ends – there's also one more I wanted to read. He's on PS5 49. dat lie. Cubs might not be good, but you guys are great every time. Love you all. we well, got, we got 62 guys in the chat. We're 33 minutes into the show. The Cubs have shucks. lost. The Cubs are going to mm-hmm. win maximum 70 games. Just no, it's very no, cool. No, not yet, Joey. It's very cool that 76 we got six is still alive, brother. All you guys rocking with us, appreciate it. Ravi was asking earlier. We're gonna we're gonna be keeping the shows going all off season. But you guys, right. you guys are you guys are the real. Hero, so thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank we're you. Not, we're, yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're yeah, gonna, we'll be
1: here all we'll be here all October. We're going to talk about trying against to, the Cardinals. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll be talking about
0: Aaron Judge for the next three months, <laughs> trying to get Aaron Judge, Shohei otane Carlos yeah. Correa. The Carlos the Correa more, podcast uh, more, may just be an every Friday thing.
1: Yeah, and we'll have more mailbag podcasts too. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Um.
0: No, it's we got a pretty good turnout tonight for again like a team that. Traded away their entire bullpen, mm. tried to trade away their best two players at the start of the season. Nico's
1: probably the best player on the team now, but yeah. um David says, How many likes are there? Get on get on that yeah, thumbs up. We got likes. fourteen. We got fourteen That's and not sixty 14 watching. Likes is not I would like to be at least by thirty by the end of this show. That's how many of the Sox have won
0: since the All Star break, isn't it? Fourteen. <laughs>
1: Is yeah. that too low? Was I that think t- that's
0: too low. That was too low. Let's give him more. That was they directed at Paul, but again, somebody <laughs> said Paul is a coward for not showing up. Paul's not a coward. We actually like Paul. He was he was fun. It was just like he was coming at us hard early in the season, he as if the White was. Sox were going to win the World Series, and now we can all
1: we can all spend the winter this, as angry
0: Bears fans together. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: This this moment was just it's every, it's like every tweet I send out after the Cubs win. It's just nice to win one. In this this, mo- this this like 10 minutes we we'll were talking about this, it's just nice to win one. It's That's nice right. to be back in the win column when it comes to this bullshit. <laughs> uh,
0: Christopher Morrell, you had a good stat. Uh, hit his 15th home run today. Almost made a really nice catch in center field.
1: Oh, so close. Cubs <laughs> rookies so close.
0: in history with 15 or more homers and 10 or more stolen bases. Morrell in 22, KB in 15. Then you got to go back to 64 and 51. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty good company for a guy that, again, anytime, coming into this season, Yeah, very few people had heard of him. Anytime, very few.
1: Anytime you're in a stat that has Chris Bryant in it, I think that you might be a pretty good baseball player.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you're talking about, 2015 Chris Bryant 2016 right. yeah. Chris
1: Bryant like 2015 Chris Bryant was like a seven war player I'm pretty sure so uh yeah I mean Morrell hasn't been that he's but. been a
0: top five rookie bright
1: spot on the team that and right? rookie in in the national League. oh yeah but
0: I mean yeah. like if I had to say five bright spots I'm not going to go through them all but if I had to pick five bright spots for the Cubs this season Morrell's got to be on there really. he came out of nowhere right 15 plus homers 10 plus stolen bases there was a point where we all thought that he might get
1: sent back down just because yeah. we were afraid. And he's
0: played all over the field. Yeah, so he's, he's had no consistency deny. about where he's at defensively. Yep. And, and it, it hasn't, hasn't affected his game. Not enough that it's been a problem, I'm at a point sure. now
1: where I like him more up the middle or in center field more than I do at third, unless he works on his throwing to first base from third. Uh, I really like him up the middle. I really like him out in center. Um, what's good about him is that, like, he's not going to play in any one of those spots every single day. It's, you know, it's going to be dependent on how who's pitching and the lineup and all that. And, you know, we've seen him perform in certain spots of the lineup. He was leading off for a little bit. Uh, you know, he's been at the bottom of the lineup of late. Um, I did like how he hit the ball tonight, though. You know, he hit the homer. Then he almost hit another yeah, one. Yeah, another one hard. nine miles per hour off the bat, the dead center. Um, yeah, I mean – I know it's the second half of the season there's been the there's been there's been a lot more bad than good, I think, because he's, he's twenty three now. Right. He
0: just you know, he's gone from twenty two to
1: twenty three. Right. But like I pretty good. He looks like he looks like a guy. That guy, he's gonna be something on this team next year. And I think he's it's very like, you know, months ago we were like, Don't get don't get too excited, like he could really fall off. Like now it's now
0: it's don't get too excited. If you have to get Otani, they're going to want morell right? Right, and a lot more,
1: <laughs> right? I I think it, the, there's a lot to be excited about with him and his future. So, uh, you know, and I love that his home run tonight was an Oppo Taco yeah, on Taco was. Tuesday, right? Uh, so that was that's cool, and I think Ryan he I, I asked on Twitter like was that the first opposite field homer of the year for him cuz it felt like it and I think Ryan told me it was his third. Yeah. So uh hey you know That's one of the things I like about him is like he, sometimes he 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 can he can take the ball the other way. He's not a straight pull hitter, but a lot of his homers have been have been uh pulled to to left field, right? Like I said he what you have 15 and three of them have been Oppo tacos. Yeah. So, you know
0: I, he's just been he's been a breath of fresh air, like PS five is saying he's he's great energy to a team. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know what it is. You know, like he he does have like uh, as they say on the team, he's got a million dollar smile. He's he's high fiving people, he's handshaking the umpires, he's tipping mm-hmm. the cap to the other team, to the first baseman, to the the first base coach, pretty much everybody. There is something to be said with um even when he's struggling. The fact that this guy's on the field, I, and then this sounds corny, but, like, the fact that he's playing with that energy and with a smile on his face, like, the, I, I tell you one thing, I guarantee it draws in a fan base. Mm-hmm. You root harder for a guy, let me put it this way, if he were, for instance, Jay Cutler, right? Jay got a lot of grief because the he had, he had the mopey, pouty face, mm-hmm. right? and he was crucified for it his whole right. career. Everything he did was mopey. He's been so much more likable after he played in the NFL because he's been on and been shown a little personality. There's something to be said for going out there and just having fun and showing people that you're having fun. Right.
1: I mean, Even when you're struggling. I mean, he's he's basically kind of taken Javi Baez's spot in terms of that guy. Oh, yeah. To, but like, I mean, Of being that kind of guy, right? Like yes. It didn't matter how big of a slump Javi Baez was in, how many times he struck out in a game or whatever. I felt like you always got the same energy from him though in terms of you know whether he was in on the, in on the field and you know making the def- defensive play and like his reaction after it or before it or whatever like you always got a good you'll, there's so many gifts of hobby buys yeah. for a reason right yeah, yeah. there's going to be so many gifts of Christopher Morell in the next year that like Again, I'm not comparing the two in terms of the type of player. I'm just – I'm saying as a person. Like, is the same type of vibes as Javi Baez in terms of energy, energy guy. Yeah. Someone that can be a real fan favorite real
0: quick. By the way, Javi's home – speaking of the White Sox earlier. <laughs> we're going the back. fact that they were booing Javi again is just so comical. And then when he hits that home run and he's running around the bases with the Hulk Hogan <laughs> – let me hear you, brother. Let me hear
1: your brother. I don't get it, man. I'm never gonna. The get hobby it.
0: maniacs. I, I love I mean, it. I, he I, I he loves, loves to play love the it. White Sox, and he loves a an, an audience for sure. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, uh, Ryan Herrera is going to be joining us here in a second, Chicago. If you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams, that's us. Now get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, North Side, South Side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get all decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for that perfect gift for your football fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com and click the link in the description below for all the non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And, Cody, you're the one that introduced us to Chi-Town Cornhole.
1: Yeah, I love Chi-Town Cornhole.
0: They're uh, First of all, we, we had some of the bags out at the tailgate, correct? Yeah. They custom made us some CHGO ones mm-hmm. with the LED
1: lights. Uh, you want to do the cornhole? Yeah. Chi-Town Cornhole, custom cornhole, number one cornhole provider for chi- mm. Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. And they'll, they'll, they really will make you anything, especially sports-related. The guy always tags me in tweets when it's related to uh, Illinois basketball. He always, <laughs> he always tags me in Illinois basketball or not even just Illinois basketball, but just Illinois related, uh, cornhole sets. I, I call them bags. I'm always going to call them bags, but whatever. <laughs> uh, their sin- signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl and painted their cornhole bol- boards come up with built in drink holders recessed in on the back. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. Mm-hmm. LED li- LEDs that light up the hole and exterior handles for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. The they're veteran owned and operated and they ship anywhere, anywhere. They offer local pickups as well. Specializing, specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts and gifts for all occasions. And especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues. So shout out to Chi town cornhole. I, uh, I really I really do appreciate those guys. And they they tag me in all kinds of other stuff too, but I always remember them mainly for that because I think they're big Illini fans.
0: And it's good merch. Yeah. It's good merch. Uh, Can we bring in the birthday boy? I believe he's there. There he is. Happy birthday. Is that a birthday hoodie? Was that a birthday birthday. present? Did you unwrap all the presents already?
1: To you.
0: Ryan Herrera joining us from beautiful Wrigley Field. Happy birthday.
1: How are you alive after the weekend that yeah, you're Yeah, let's again. start with that.
3: Let's try something here. If you're in the chat right now, let's spam a happy birthday, Ryan. If you're in the chat right now, I need every single person to comment happy birthday, Ryan. Oh, there's, there's two you. in a row.
2: Appreciate it. Um, I'm like, what is it? What is it? I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Like, that's the, the lyric, and yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm this mighty fine Tuesday night.
0: <laughs> did, you, did you have any sleep between the golf outing saturday and whatever went down saturday night into the bears tailgate and then the bears game were were there was there any time spent sleeping on your actual bed
2: no not on my actual bed no No. No, but uh, i slept a few hours in the car or what uh at my my friend's apartment in the city i crashed on a couch Man, oh and man. So recliner, he did get too. sleep. Even, he got some sleep. Wasn't a bed, sleep. wasn't even like a, a couch I could lay out on. It was like a recliner yeah. that like went halfway back. <laughs> so <that's, laughs> recliner
0: sleep <laughs> is not the same, that's for sure. Yeah. No,
2: no, no. So that's yeah, that's right. I got a few hours, but not not
0: a whole lot. Uh well you had a lot of work to do today when you got to the ballpark, right? busy, busy, busy. busy. Uh let's start with Wilson. You know there were The Athletic, we saw Sahadev basically putting out, you know, what he believes is the case with Wilson that he's he's not going to want the – he might sign the qualifying offer, but he's not going to really want it. He wants a bigger deal, and he thinks it's very unlikely. I'm in that boat that I think they'll give him the qualifying offer. I don't think he'll take it because I think whether or not it's realistic, I think he's still going to want to look for the big payday, which he's – He's certainly earned that right, but talking to him, what were your impressions of what he wants?
2: Um, yeah, so I think one of the big things is, you know, kind of asked what what matters most to him, kind of where his priorities lie, um, and he said that he just wants to to be in a place that he feels wanted, um, in a place that he feels appreciates what he brings, and it kind of was a – it kind of struck me as like a weird thing to say. Like, I, I again, I don't want to speculate too much on his exact feelings, but if I don't know, it's, I don't know if it, if you guys read it the same way. But it kind of felt like uh, that's not what he's getting here, you know, in right. Chicago. That's like, yeah, like 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 maybe he's saying that because he wants to. You know, he wants to feel wanted, and he hasn't been feeling wanted. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but that's kind of just kind of how it struck me. Um, but that yeah, that's what he said is like kind of really really important to him is just what uh feeling wanted uh feeling that like he's in a place that appreciates what he brings to the table on and off the field um and you know we talked about the qualifying offer and and whether he'd um whether he consider taking it uh he said he didn't he didn't say yes or no either way he didn't rule it out um but he said it's definitely something they'd have to think about not uh, him and his camp um so that's you know the cubs I don't know if the, if the Cubs had this whole plan of, of offering the qualifying offer and then him not taking it and going somewhere else. Like that, that whole plan might blow up in their face and they might, if they were wanting to move on from Mosa Contreras this offseason. Like there's certainly still a possibility that, that he's back for another year if they do indeed uh, extend that qualifying offer. Uh,
0: oh, wow, on YouTube, birthday card straight <laughs> from Joey. It's <laughs> handcrafted.
1: They should like screen grab this and tweet it. Like everyone should scream that grab this right now and tweet it out. <laughs> and then tag you're Ryan. Trying to hurt
2: my, I I, trying to I hurt my feelings cuz if so you have succeeded.
1: Tag I, uh tag Ryan, tag CSO Cubs. I'll retweet every single <laughs> one of them.
0: I do agree <laughs> with what you're saying, Ryan. I feel like what he was saying was kind of pointing out like I don't feel super wanted, which I think that's I think that's natural for any player who's going with going through what he is. But when you add on the fact that he's, like, one of the most emotional players that I've seen them ever have, like, where's his emotions on his sleeve more than any player I can remember in Cubs history during playing? Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily in the locker room. I'm talking about on the field, off the field, anytime you talk to him. I think that's 100% how he feels. And that may not be the case. I'm just saying, like, I'd be stunned if that's not how he feels. So I think that's what his point was with that. Like I want I want to I want to feel wanted and I understand that. Yeah. He's earned that right.
1: Right. I Yeah. We kind of talked about it in pregame, right? Like I It's weird how this has progressed throughout the year because Remember on April 1st and the whole TikTok, and everyone made fun of me for falling for your stupid joke, Luke? And I was going to be <laughs> oh, completely. Oh, I forgot about it. Oh, that was epic. And I was going to be completely. Joey like, and I, I was completely bamboozled, led astray. You know, I traded was, the Yankees for unknown <laughs> prospects. The only thing crazier
0: would have been if we said, Cubs have decided not to trade Wilson Contreras.
1: Right. Like, I I wouldn't say that I don't want him here. It's more of like, I just don't think. Wilson Contreras is the number one priority going into the offseason. I think he's like the fourth or fifth priority. and He's not going to want that. Right. And, like, and the thing is, is like Jan Gomes has played. You look at Jan Gomes' numbers and you're like, this guy hasn't played well at all. But like got a big hit tonight to to win the game. He's had moments. And I think the Cubs like his defense a lot more. And I think that's the thing. I think if you don't bring back Contreras, then yeah, you definitely need to go get another catcher because I don't think you can. I don't think Higgins and Gomes can be your catchers next year. No,
0: and Amaya's just had a horrible run of luck.
1: Right? Like, like, I would feel differently about this entire situation with Contreras (laughs) if Amaya was ready and was going to be able to make his major league debut next year. And maybe he will be able to, but he's still, like, he he got hurt again and he's not going to go to the fall league now. And to me, that's a step back. And so, like maybe he makes his debut next year, like mid-season. But like he's not even throwing. They when he was playing, they were using him as a DH. So like that's why I'm like, eh. And that's why and why I would like to have Contreras. But it's crazy how I feel completely different now than I did in April. Because in April I was like, oh, give this guy like a four or five year extension. Now it's more like give this guy a two or three year extension. And, you know, we'll let's we'll see what happens. I, I, But I don't even know if Contreras wants that. I I don't know how much money he's going to be wanting. But given how the trade deadline went, I don't know if any team's really going to want them, unless Jed really overplayed his hand.
0: No, and, and because he's attached to a compensatory pick, that's mm-hmm. going to hurt his value too. I, I don't know. I just don't think he's coming back because I think he's an emotional guy. I don't think the Cubs as he says almost, value the type of catcher that he is Yeah. for their rebuild. That's not necessarily the priority for the type of catcher that they want. I think they think money can be spent in other positions with the DH and with a young pitching staff and all these young pitchers coming up. They're going to focus on the defensive side first, not to say he hasn't improved himself. He has. Yeah. But I just think they're going to put their money other places.
1: Yeah, and – Again, I, I see some people in the chat saying, you know, I I want Willie to stay. I, again, I'm not saying that I right. just because I have him as my my fourth or fifth priority. That doesn't mean that I don't want him to stay. It's just the Cubs, like the we've seen guys come up and play very well for this team. We we we've seen guys in the minors that have emerged. You know, Matt Mervis, Alexander Canario, like we've seen that. And then the fact that there's been so many things pushed out there that the Cubs are going to spend this winter, like. I just think they need to spend their money more on a starting pitcher or, uh, you know, whether it's a Correa or Turner Mm -hmm. or Bogarts or
0: or two of the three
1: or, or Aaron Judge. Like, I just think that is more important than Wilson Contreras. And like, it pains me in a way to say that. But like, if the Cubs didn't have another catcher right away, then maybe I'd feel differently. But like. I think those the other two guys have been fine and you can go get yourself another defensive-minded catcher to go with them and if you're okay with not really getting a ton of offense production from your catcher but you're you're you got three catchers that are really good you know on the def- defensive side then you're going to take that risk but if you have a really good lineup on top of that already it probably outweighs it anyway. You know what's funny is
2: I mean I will Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I was going to say I will say that As far as like when you look at just modern, not modern, but like just how recently teams have gone about winning and lineup construction and and all that good stuff. For the most part, like the catchers haven't been, there's been a few teams that have won recently that like the catchers were giving below league average value offensively. It was all about how well they've done controlling the, the pitching staff or controlling the run game, whatever, like the, the defensive presence, like what catching – what do you bring as a catcher has been a lot more important for winning teams. Um, and, I, I mean, you look at what Jan Gomes has done since uh, since Wilson's been out. It's been almost a month. Um, the, the pitching staff's been excellent you know, since, the, since the All-Star break. Um, I mean, Luke <laughs> – but that one time you talked about how Jan Gomes caught a one hitter or something like that. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're happy, about it. but that's true. I mean, he, he does a really good job working with the pitching staff. And, um, you know, this month, uh, in September, he's in like the 90 something at WRC plus. So just below league average hitter. Uh, but he brings so much to the table defensively. Um, he's, I mean, he's on the older side, he's a veteran, obviously he's been here, been around for a while. Um, So he's not going to be your catcher of the future or anything, but I think, like, if the Cubs go into it next year with Jan Gomes and P.J. Higgins as their two catchers, like, they're not – that's not, like, the worst-case scenario in their mind. Um, and then that could be – I guess what they hope is a stopgap for Miguel Amaya or if somehow uh, was it Moises Ballesteros can right. blow up next season. He could be – like, like they're, 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 I don't, they're not hoping that Jan Gomes and P.J. Higgins are a long-term answer. But that they provide enough value for next season is what I what I my gut is is that they could provide enough value to just hand it over to to whoever is next Miguel yeah. Amaya, Moisés Ballesteros, whichever one of those guys might be next. I think that's what they want to do, I think.
0: or the next Jan Gomes. You right. know, like I just think that they've and it's I, it's one thing that's funny about it is I think Cody and I have totally almost flipped our opinion on this. Like I was a hardcore sign him, sign him, sign him, sign him. Now that the trade deadline happened and they didn't trade him. And now you see how good some of the young pitchers could be. Mm -hmm. And you see that they could add another pitcher. And if that, and I understand what, what uh, some of the people in the chat are saying, like, well, you're going to create another hole if you let him go offensively in the lineup I get that Um, I I just feel like we've kind of I don't know why but I'm just guessing that maybe part of the reason that we've changed our minds a little bit or maybe a lot of it on on this is that we've kind of seen a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm starting I'm starting to look at it and go uh, Jed's plan isn't crazy yeah some of these young guys could, right? Like, some they might have hit on some of these guys when, when he gets Wesneski for F. Ross. You're like, uh, my confidence in the Jed pool has gone way up, right? Based on just the Wesneski deal. Mm-hmm. Like, we we're kind of like, F. Ross, what are they doing? They get back a guy, and all of a sudden, he may be their best pitching prospect, right? So, maybe they're on the right track with this catching thing, too. I, I don't know. Like, I like Wilson as a player. I think he'll always be a Cub favorite. Yeah. And I, I it's not life. that I'm saying I don't want him back, but like Cody's saying, yeah. he has to be lower. Unfortunately for him, mm-hmm. because I want him to get his payday, unfortunately for him, he's got to be lower on their priority list. Yeah.
1: I, I would, at this point, I would love if he just took the qualifying offer and you go one more year and see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, might
0: be so good that they're like, right. all right, let's go with, and, and,
1: you know, I, he wouldn't want to hear this from his agent or whatever, but, like, one more year, maybe maybe he has an even better year next year and you're on a winning team, and maybe, you know, a lot of the stuff we heard at the deadline is the fact that, you know, teams didn't like how he calls a game and, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, maybe he takes that and tries to improve on it for next year. I I don't know. I just, to me, based off what we saw at the deadline, and, again, I'm choosing to believe that, Jed didn't overplay his hand, and they and they then they see value in him, and I can understand why others don't like Luke. No, I'm just I'm just saying it's a possibility, right?
0: But yeah. but i the the stock is going up with the Wesneski deal, right? So Quite a bit.
1: I I think that perhaps, especially since Wilson was out. For, yeah, he's been out. He's been out for a little bit, right? Like he hadn't he hadn't played since August 30th or something like that until today. And it's yeah. September 27th. It'd been a month, right? Really got hurt in the, uh, yeah. Iowa the, game. Yeah. in the, uh, to the corn, yeah. The field of dreams. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, he hasn't really been healthy in the second half. That's been a thing that's been on his back for years. This isn't the first year that he's played right. well in the second the half. Catcher's gonna the Catcher's going to wear him down. Half. Right. Like, you know, we referenced the article from the athletic and pregame. Like, maybe if they can transition him to not only DH but also first base, I think there's value there. I think that if you can find a way to platoon with him, Mervis, and Wisdom next year, if he decides to come back, I think there's value there. He can still catch one or two days a week. But if he does that too, or DHs, yeah. I think there is value there. Ryan's if, shaking his head, no. But if he wants yeah. to, if he wants to catch every single day, I just don't oh, think he can't do that. for I the just Cubs. don't think that the Cubs are going to be I interested know. in that.
2: I don't think he can do that, but I also don't, I also think that's that's too many first basemen. That's that's not going to work. Like you
1: you know how you it's know how they that. do things sometimes. Like they've even done it this year, where you know, like. Wisdom and Morel are a great example, right? Like, Wisdom was playing a lot of third, and then they put him out in right field tonight, and they played him some at first. Like, I'm just saying, like, given them the regular season in a different in a random-ass matchup, maybe maybe there's value to to put Wilson at first and then use someone else as their DH. Because right now, if you got Wisdom and Fran Reyes and Contreras, that's three DHs. But also... That's the White Sox. Well... That's three day DHs and, like, also an two guys who can play the field, too. We've never seen I, Reyes play the field, but, like, at least two of those guys could play the field. Like, they don't have to be your everyday DH like a, like a Reyes, like Framer Reyes does. Yeah. I,
0: I like the flexibility, although I think that flexibility like they have right now in multiple players, like four or five guys that can kind of play all over the field, and you have four guys that can play DH all that's a better strategy on a bad team than it is on a great team. True. Right? Like on a great team you might have the Zobrist or one or two guys like that, Zobrist and Bryant, but you don't want too many of those guys. That's that's <laughs> where you're trying to fill it up with the Korea and Right.
1: Well, again, I that's to me if Turner, if, if they did this if they were able to find a way to platoon Contreras more into the field whether it's first base we saw him play a little outfield in the past too like he wouldn't be the best at those positions but that way you didn't have to DH him or catch him every single day I think that that would be cool and again he keeps saying he said all season he loves Chicago he wants to be here if the Cubs give him the qualifying offer and tell him what they like would like him to be able to do then Maybe he'll stay. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I think it really will just come down to whoever's going to pay him more money and give him a a bigger con or a longer term deal, like in terms of years. Should we get to who he got? You want to tell Ryan, anyway, Ryan about you how you bamboozled and oh
0: now Ryan uh, <laughs> Cody and here? I are now tied.
1: No, you're what no, you're hell? no. We're
0: not. No, you're no, only yeah, tied I, I, if
3: you agree that you're that you're forfeiting your Maverick point and transferring it to the Stucky account. Otherwise, you're one behind.
0: Oh yeah, I'm one behind. I, I he's not giving me the maverick, but I have been finally, rightfully so. We've come to a compromise, a meeting of the minds. The league has decided that Esteban Quiros being picked and calling the shot is
1: worth at least two points. The chat, the chat forced it. Chat forced it. And I got Stucky. I think we would have sat on here for pregame the entire game. If we if we didn't, if we the
0: chat just got all fired up about it. They were (laughs) upset about how things had been, how badly I'd been wronged. Anyway, so they gave me the two points. Cody agreed to the deal,
1: and he got a point on Saturday, and I got a point
0: on Saturday. But then Cody won on Sunday, so I'm one behind. Yeah, with Maverick in the back pocket.
2: I can't believe you agreed to that, Cody. I do. I have to like. Well, now wait a minute, Ryan. Wait a a minute.
0: The following sentence after I was awarded this, rightfully so, I called three points, not two. But the next thing I said was, now tonight, we should acknowledge that all things being equal, if we have equal performances in tonight's Who You Got, Ryan will be awarded the Who You Got point because it's his birthday. We're going to give it to the birthday boy. And and keep in mind, 50 years in a row, I haven't gotten a, a Who You Got point on my birthday because my birthday's in March. So this is this is big. I'm this, I'm, this I, guy. I brought Cody. Uh, I brought him a piñata on his birthday. I'm giving you who you got. I even gave you the bonus of having Hermosillo as an as a bonus. Yeah. Who you got tonight?
2: You say you're giving me who you got. I rightfully earned it because Stroman went seven innings, one run. This
0: was prior this was prior to that happening. I had already but said.
2: Had but you weren't giving it to me. You said if only if all things were. Equal. I said on record, if it's yeah, even close,
1: Ryan gets it today.
2: You You did,
3: and I agreed. I don't know. All right, what are the official standings then? 25,
1: 24 to 21. Whoa, we are heating up with eight to
0: go. Two
3: to one to one to half to one to three. Now,
0: uh, Cody did not agree to what I suggested was the final week going Jeopardy style and being willing to wager (laughs) how many points you want to go for who you got. So if you wager three points and you lose... You lose all three, but if you win, you get three points added on. You know, just to put a I'll, little extra, a little.
2: I also, I have a question. Who, who did we give the point to on Saturday?
1: Luke.
0: I got it on Saturday. Because Ian App we had a
1: end hit,
2: end
0: and a you had Wade you Miley.
1: Miley. Yeah. And he didn't do shit. He went four innings. Miley
0: and, went four and innings. And I had Patrick run. Wisdom, who went over four. He gave up four
3: runs, one earned, and left the game.
0: Wait.
2: Wade Miley went four
3: innings, one run. One run. Ah. Ryan, your reasons for these are getting more obscure. <laughs> you feel that the you position well. well. <laughs> you learned well from Wade Stucky. Miley. You learned well
1: from Stucky. I'll, okay. I'll give you that. I mean, I,
0: I appreciate Wade,
1: a good challenge, but I don't
0: know if I can go for Wade Miley. Giving, I think we're this, it this, this half is.
2: For a single and a 6 nothing
0: loss? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, guy it, was was bad. it was a losing pitcher of record. Yeah.
2: I'm. I agree with Katie. She says I think Ryan is being wrong here. And I Yeah, but that was like
3: five agree. minutes ago. That you, was are, that was Ryan, not are about you Saturday. Saying that,
1: no Saturday? Are, are you saying that no one should have got a point on Saturday. Still counts. What? Are you saying that no one should have got a point on Saturday?
2: <laughs> I'm saying I should have got a point on Saturday. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> oh my God. He really did learn well from Stucky. Now and again, he really if Hermes
0: we'll let the Hermesio carry over to tomorrow. So if Hermesio gets a hit tomorrow, oh he's been DFA'd? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not as good of a present as we thought it was, but it's still the it's still the count. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Keep in mind, it's the thought that counts. All right. Well, it's getting close. Down to down to eight games.
1: Down to eight.
2: Yeah. Another thing, I remember remember when I said the Cubs could could stay under ninety losses this season. They only have to go five and three the rest of the way. Uh, I mean, to it's avoid ninety losses.
0: Stunning, wow. Ryan. If they win out and the Sox lose out, they finish with the same record.
2: Unbelievable. And I'm kind of like, Wow. Can you think about it that we could be, be talking
3: about the race to 73?
0: One team had World Series expectations, the other team has been tanking since day one in <laughs> the front office, right? They traded away their entire bullpen.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're
0: tanking. They could end up with the same record. It's the push to 70, but realistically, it could be more than 70. They only need two, they only need two wins, right?
1: To get to 70. One yeah. more to get to okay, seventy. I only, only got
0: to go two and six.
1: The amount of nice jokes we are going to have tomorrow if the Cubs win. Yes. We'll set the over under at five and a
0: half. Nesky nice. Also.
1: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. Gonna... He goes tomorrow, right? Against Nola. Against Aaron ooh, pitching. You know
0: something to uh, talk yeah. about tomorrow? Will that be his last start of the season?
2: He might maybe, be able to
1: get uh, one out there against the Reds
0: next. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not, should, right?
2: Should get one more if he stays in the rotation. Like
1: now, if yeah. Wesneski shoves, they, if he shoves against this Phillies lineup, I'm really going to come on here and be really excited. Well, tomorrow. if he strikes out Schwarbs and. And uh, Hoskins and uh, Harper and, and Castellanos, Harper. and he starts yeah. doing the swagger. If the he's strutting off the thing, mound tomorrow, he does the big strut? Oh boy! Well, I talk myself into thinking this guy should be in the rotation opening day next year. So, just just a little little taste for y'all.
0: Cody says, "Got to tell you something in a few minutes. Stick around. What is this?"
1: Yeah, I've been waiting for the moment to talk about the meetup on Friday at Murphy's. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell us. All right. So I tweeted today. Uh, you know. I felt bad that you know CHGO Cubs couldn't do like a meetup like we did for the White Sox, right? The Bears tailgate. We even had a watch party for the Bulls playoff game back in April. Um, we had, we 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 didn't do anything for the Cubs this year, and it's kind of hard, right? Because like there's nowhere to tailgate at Wrigley. We all eventually. I think next year we'll probably do something at a bar. Yeah, in the we'll, neighborhood we'll have or to something. we'll have to
0: rent out like a rooftop at some place yeah. or something like that. Something like
1: that. So for. For me, and this is very unofficial. It's going to be very casual, but I'm going to be at Murphy's, and I'm going to go to the game with my girlfriend uh, on Friday. And, uh, again, I'm, we're going to meet at Murphy's. I don't know what time they open, but I'm going to try and get there pretty early. Friday, like, 5 a.m.? Not 5 a.m., no. Six. But, like, at least a few hours before first pitch. It's, game starts at one twenty, obviously. So, it, I'd like to at least get there around 10. Again, I don't know what time they open. I'm assuming that they open at least by 10. Oh, a, I would think day. so, yeah. Maybe, well, if not,
0: you just go over to do right for an hour. Th- there you go. That's a good idea.
1: Um, Might want to So, yeah, there. I'm going – me and my girlfriend will be there. I think Corey, he said on Twitter that he'd come and hang out for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to meet up at Murphy's. and I, We're going to sit in left field Friday afternoon. So, uh, if anyone wants to come and, you know, if they want to buy a ticket, tickets aren't going to be that bad. Use the game time app. Game especially. time app. It's like um,
0: practically they almost pay it to go.
1: Basically, right? So, um, yeah, we're just you know just to meet up and just kind of. I'd love to meet people who are in the chat or whoever who listens to this podcast. And you know, you can tell me how awful I am or tell me how much you love me. I, I don't care. Uh, but I, I just want to you know give a shout out to everyone who has supported us and helped us grow. So and yeah. we'll continue to do this throughout the off season. Right, right. So like, yeah.
0: Maybe we'll have a playoff. But this one. is
1: like, uh, yeah. Again, this is a very unofficial, casual thing. We'll meet up and just kind of hang out, talk Cubs. Maybe talk the off season. Have a few beers. Maybe some tater tots. The tater tots at Murphy's. Bang. Um, Bring so, a donut over. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, more details on that. Follow CHGO Cubs on Twitter, or follow me at Cody underscore CHGO. I'm gonna figure out what time I'm gonna go Friday and at, to Murphy's, and then. Again, going to sit in left field. So We'll if you put guys it on Twitter, right? Things, yeah.
0: We'll put it yeah. on Twitter. Don we'll talk sales. about it again on postgame tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll keep mentioning it. We'll so keep mentioning you, it. If you, so you missed no, this, forgets. if you're listening to it on the uh, podcast later, a couple days later, we'll get the info out there. Okay. Cool? Great. All right, Ryan. Happy birthday. Cubs win. Cubs <laughs> win. The push to 70 continues. And the Elite Eight are coming up next. We'll be back for a post-game show tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the CHGO Cubs Post-Game Show podcast presented by PointsBet.
1: Do we have pre-game tomorrow, Luke?
0: We do not have pre-game tomorrow, but we do have post-game, and Corey has decided he's going to come in and join us in studio. So we will have an Mm -hmm. extra Who you Got? player taken tomorrow uh,
1: but Corey is definitely going to be team stucky the entire evening yeah. uh,
0: and tomorrow the big news is i could catch cody <laughs> for first place tomorrow fly the w